Hello, you lovely people. So this is part two, um, following on from last week's podcast, all about uh, core values, strengths, vision, mission. Um, This is part two of a webinar that I attended with my mentors, Dino and Alex, and lots of my fellow facilitators, um, and also um, people that were really interested in joining the program themselves to go through the pathway. So this is part two. If you haven't uh, heard part one, I suggest you stop this episode and go back to last week and listen to part one first. Otherwise, this isn't really going to make much sense for you. But anyway, enjoy, guys. Dino, I'm going to start with you, my friend. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I know you can speak on this topic for a very, very long time, but just for you yep. personally, why is it important that you have your values? How are you? How is knowing your discovery of your values, your vision, your mission, how is that going to support you through the next year? And why is it important that you have those things? Well, first of all, thank you for that framing, by the way. Um, Really powerful, so thank you. Um, So, God, so many different ways I could answer this one one question, but I think um, I'll take you back to just a moment in time last year where my wife and I, um, as many of us do have trials and tribulations during our relationship and especially with lockdown and having a toddler during lockdown was, <laughs> uh, was, uh, was challenging and puts two people in a small confined space in a very tense environment. Um, and one time uh, we managed to get out. I don't know why with the lockdown, I don't know how we managed to get out, but it would have been in between the lockdowns. And I said, look, in this rare time that we have, I just want to know, you know, I talk about values, you know, I talk about vision and mission. It's just kind of, it's my life now, it's what I need. Um, what do you think mine are? And it's so strange that we have never actually sat down and talked about them, which is is crazy. But, um, and we've been married almost four years in May. And so I said, you know, what do you think they are? And we went through them. And I've got to tell you, coming into that conversation, I felt very disconnected, very, very disconnected. Like, I don't know about you guys, but if I get into a conflict or something, I tend to shut down and I disconnect from you. If you don't see me or feel me in a conversation, that means I've disconnected and I'm off and I just don't want the conflict. And I don't want to, I don't want to connect with you because I don't want to, yeah, it's just, so I shut down and we both did the same. So we're then two very separate souls living in one house, which is very unlike us really. So we weren't in a particularly great place going into that conversation. So I went into that conversation. I said, what do you think my values are? And she went through the list of values and, um, she actually surprised me in every single one that she got almost every single one of them. And I was like, wow, you are listening. You are, not only are you listening, you understand me. And one of my values is understanding. So to feel understood and to be understood was massive. So what I realized more than ever was I was using my values, my vision, my mission, all those fundamentals to help guide my career, to help guide a lot of my life. Um, And I realized how powerful they are in relationships as well. And coming out of that conversation, we talked about her values and we realized actually how many values we have in common, almost all of them. And that brings us back down to the fundamentals of why we're together in the, in the first place, right? Like why are we even together in the first place? That's because we, we join on these fundamental understandings and parts of our essence and part of our beings and all the stuff that comes on top you didn't do this you didn't do that all the, all the bits that take over our life and sometimes our conversations are all up the top here. And the one thing that remains is that, is that foundational core. So the difference since that one conversation and since the continuing um, commitment to see each other at that level 
because that's where we have the common ground and that's actually who we are. We're not when we're triggered. We're not that person. I mean, that is part of us, of course, but it's not who we want to be in that moment, right? Uh, when we lash out, when we um, you know, don't understand, when we shut down. So for me, the power of my values last year was massive in bringing my relationship close to with my wife and how I deal with my kids now too and how I deal with the tension that that can bring and the frustration that that can bring for any parent who knows. Um, and leaning into my values is one of those ways of, of bringing me back to my core, bringing me balanced, bringing me grounded um, into the things that are most important to me. Those guiding stars, as you talk about, that are going to bring me closer towards my vision. So taking myself into 2021, that's what I want to do more of. I want to stay more aligned to those values so I can stay closer to those who I love the most, even though I'm furthest away from them physically than I've ever been um, for a lot of uh, people outside my family. Uh, as in my wife and kids. So I really want to take that in for 2021 um, because I already do it for my day job, right? I'm blessed that I get to live my values, my vision and my mission as, as part of my job, um, as my day, as my career. Uh, and that took about four or five years to, to make that shift, right? Um, to, to change life. But 2021 for me is about relationships and connections. And I know the best way to do that is to lean heavily into my values. Um, so I hope yeah. that answers it. And sorry, I took up some time. No, no, it's great, mate. Thank you. And do you know, um, thank you for that. And do you know, I was thinking as you were saying that and you shared that you were inspired to hear that Haley had been listening. Well, I think there's also another um, way of looking at it is I'd say Haley's been witnessing me because mm. you've been embodying your values. You've been living them out every day for the mm -hmm. last number of years. They've been in your mm -hmm. experience, the evidence and how you've acted, how you've responded to life, how you've shown right. up, what you've aimed at, what you've brought around. You are evidence right. of your values. And Hayley's Very been true. witness with that. So Very it's true. been ingrained in, in her experience. That's a, a beautiful reflection, my friend. Absolutely thank right. Thank you for sharing that. Apt reflection and, for me um, too. Thank you. And uh, one of the things that that brings about is uh, the fact that our character is defined by our values, is reflected mm -hmm. by our values, mm -hmm. which is really profound to think about. If you think about, imagine you were playing Monopoly as your life every day for the rest of your life. That was the game you were playing. So then you had to orientate yourself and your character towards being someone who could win that game. Who do you have to become to win the game of Monopoly every day where your goal is just to crush all of your opponents and take all the property and all the money? Who do you become in that? That's the bit that we often don't see when we take on a job or we, we work for someone else's game, when we're playing someone else's game. What we don't see is that we become a character of that game to be able to play it, to be effective in it, because we have to have the same aims and the aims define the action because we embody the, the game and we behave in accordance. So one of the things that was most profound for me in this understanding is seeing how it's redefined my character to go from playing someone else's game, being ego driven basically, and you know, thinking that I was living into the values of a society that told me that I needed to have a fast car and a good look and a, a beautiful girlfriend, lots of beautiful girlfriends and a six pack and all the, all these things, right? They're the values I lived into. And I played that game. I played that game to win. And I won that game. And I felt the same as I did at the end of Monopoly when the board got thrown down, empty, unfulfilled, didn't like who I'd become. 
coming into contact with my values, my vision, my mission, and constructing my own game to play every single day for the rest of my life with the vision that will carry me through to the end has helped me bring myself to life so that I feel true in my character. I don't have to remember anything or pretend anything or pretend to be someone at work and someone else at home and someone else with my friends at the football, just one individual centered in who I am thanks to this work and this discovery. And that's what Haley will be witnessing in your character is you stepping right. into the truth of yourself and your values. Haley, so Haley's my wife, by the way, for everyone who knows. Haley's my wife. <laughs> some random Haley. But yeah, who you are screams so loudly, I can barely hear what you're saying. It's a wonderful phrase. That, and and I've, I totally hear what you're saying. I think it's a great validation that finally I've aligned to my own values and that I'm expressing who I actually want to be. And therefore I'm being seen for that. Not always been the case. So um, yeah, I hear you. You speak, uh, who you are speaks so loudly. I can barely hear what you're saying. But um, Absolutely. that's easier. Um, as a good friend of mine, Mr. John Jackson would say, it, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the music's matching the lyrics. Do you know what I mean? When when you're aligned with your values, the music matches the lyrics. When you're out of integrity with your values, you're playing music and singing different lyrics and you're incongruent and it's noise. And then we experience noise in our life, noise in our experience, disharmony in our relationships and our friendships. Our businesses don't quite go the way we wanted to. It's frustration, anxiety, noise, the white noise of disharmony. It's out of integrity. But until we know what we're out of integrity with, we're just spinning in the dark. It's very difficult. And with that said, I want to come on to you, Dr. Jazz, my friend. Great to see you. Um, thanks a lot for being here. Thanks for the way you've committed to uh, this, this work since you've come along. I'd like to know from you, because again, what I'd like to do today is to bring this into life. Take this from concept to reality. Uh, for everyone that's had the opportunity to be with us today. So I'd just like to understand from your perspective, what does it look like for you going from not knowing these things and how your life was to knowing these things? And how has that changed your experience of yourself and your life? Excellent question, my friend. And thank you so much for sharing today. Thank you to everyone who's here today. So I am not going to sugarcoat this at all, guys. I am going to share my personal story of chaos because everybody in this call has shared their story of chaos. And... It's really humbling. Some of you will know this story and some will not. Um, I studied my whole life to be a doctor. That was it. That was the end game. If you're a brown, Asian, Punjabi person, that is the pinnacle of life. You know, so at 23, I thought I was sitting on top of a hill, fulfilled. You know, I'd reached enlightenment or attainment. I was like, my learning days were over. And quickly, I started to become emotionally fatigued. So although I became good as a doctor, I became very efficient, I could get things done. I was losing the connection with my patients. And honestly, there's a couple of doctors on this call today. If you don't, you don't have the empathy and the connection, the rapport, you should not be in the job. And unbeknown to me, that's probably when the chaos was starting and the burnout was starting. So at 25, I started to sort of delve into personal development. And I came across a lot of people that you guys will come across, Tony Robbins, things like that. And I started reading a lot and becoming obsessed on going to courses and going to seminars. And again, it was a lot of information but honestly, what I really wanted to understand, in the words of Bruce Lee, who you know, I follow a lot, was how to truly express yourself. What is the way to manifest that true authentic being? And again, I was just going doing a lot of things. And a lot of my friends on this call will know, you know, apart from being a doctor, I had multiple businesses that I was doing speaking. I was running around and I was just getting tired in the hope to fulfill 
myself. And there was still this void. It still wasn't being felt. You know, I had a medical teaching company, I had a property company, I had a facial aesthetics brand, I was in public speaking, I was running coaching seminars and being a doctor. And just in the hope again to find that true authentic self. And the man in the middle of your screen, Dino, you know, he is the Morpheus in my life and he truly did find me. And um, I went through a very, very dark period in my life. And again, I won't sugarcoat you, I was a broken man. And the anxiety was so high. When I look back at this, and Dino and I recently, I look back at my old uh, WhatsApp messages with him. And, you know, at some points, I wasn't able to eat. I was having one banana a day, one cup of coffee. I was having diarrhea. I was scared to go to work. I was scared to open my emails. The anxiety was so high. I was so lost. I really, really didn't know uh, where to go. And having done the work informally first of Dino, and I actually met Dino because my wife actually went through this process first. And I witnessed that word you said there, I witnessed the transformation that she had. She was lost. And by the end of it, she became an absolute beast. She's a fantastic, amazing woman. And I saw this, I said, you know what? There might be something to this Dino guy, this Greek dude, this guy that looks like Jesus, right? And I may need to speak to him. And when we started to work together and I started to do the work with my mentor, who's Megs, and to thank you, Megs, for taking me to that journey um, as a broken man, and to uncover and to articulate powerfully my true values, you know, my clarity and focus in life, my alignment, my calling, my ultimate contribution. For me, it was the journey of the, the phoenix from the ashes. I had actually left medicine uh, and just before lockdown, that was when I had that broken period and I got COVID, I isolated, uh, I did the work. And when COVID came and there was a call to action, I started working again. And having been this guy who's emotionally burnt out, had empathy fatigue as a doctor, I now enjoy my medicine more than I ever had in the last 10 years because my calling is aligned, my values are aligned. And two things that happened during COVID uh, which I'll share with you, that are a testament to me uh, expressing my values so that other people can see it. Uh, the doctors in this call will know this person. There was a nurse uh, working on Ward 22. And during the end of lockdown one, she gave me a card. And in that card, she said, lockdown, COVID, COVID was supposed to be hard. This was supposed to be the hardest thing for the NHS. But it wasn't because you were here. Thank you for being a good person. And that, for me was the pinnacle of lockdown one. That expression of not asking somebody, but then feeling it, feeling the vibration. And another fellow colleague only a few weeks ago, Sidra, she's not on this call, unfortunately, because she's working. Um, but she said to me, I was, you know, I was sitting at the computer and I was doing something with her for a patient. And she just looked at me and she said, you know what? You love what you do. And she's like, I can see it. She even gave me the compliment of being a bit like Jay Shetty. And I was like, yep. And um, for me, this has been the journey out of the chaos. This has been the journey to bring clarity and focus to my life. And the word, and I use the word community, Al, and you know I love the word tribe. These are my people, this is my tribe. This is the path of self-realization. And honestly, all my life has been asking, I've been asking myself the question, who am I and how do I step into that and live that authentically every single day? And now with my values articulated each day, as Al said, there will be chaos. Inevitably there is chaos, but the arc, that's what Al talks about, the arc that will navigate the storm, the inevitable chaos that will come, I now have a, a framework to lean on. I can now sit into that, uh, and truly, this is just the start of the journey for me. Um, so I cannot thank you uh, enough, guys, Al, Dino, Megs, all the other facilitators on the call, um, because I really, really found uh, my people and my calling. Thank you so much. Beautiful, my friend. Thank you so much for that profound, vulnerable, courageous, 
uh, insightful uh, share, uh, my friend. It's been extraordinary to see you on this journey and to witness all of the things that you just shared there and continue to watch you inspire others in this space. So thank you for being here and bringing all of your uh, diamonds and gifts uh, into mm. this work because you and I both know how important it is having worked uh, in the space of health in many different ways. We know how profound this work is. So I'm very grateful to have you with us on this journey, my friend. Tiffany, how are you doing, my darling? Great to see you. Good to see you too, Alex. My internet uh, connection is pretty like uh, in and out. <laughs> okay. Well, if it gets um, if it gets to if it gets more out than in, we'll just uh, we'll move you on. Um, so don't be offended. Um, nice to have you you with us anyway. But I will ask you a question. We'll see how we go. Um, a slightly different question for you, Tiff. Um, you're an extraordinary human being. I've had the opportunity to get to know that over uh, quite a little while now, and you're the kind of person that I think could do anything, literally anything. I mean, you've probably one of your struggles has probably been choosing out of all the things that you could bring yourself to what that's going to be and, and what you're going to commit yourself to because you have a very broad range of interests you're very intelligent heart-centered and effective and powerful in, in what you do in your life so the question i have for you is why have you decided to commit yourself to being a facilitator to bring this work into the world uh, of all the things that you could be doing with your life why is it that you're here trying to bring this work through and she's more out than in <laughs> yeah yeah oh, no. good question though <laughs> the suspense okay yeah. so we're going to park that i don't know if you heard that question tiff but you we'll know, park are you back i i did i don't know am i <laughs> Well, I tell you what, Tiff, why no. don't you switch your camera off as much as we love seeing you. We'd love to hear from you. Okay. Switch your camera off and we'll see if we can we can hear from you. Why don't we try that? Does that help? We can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Well, let's try that. So um, what I was saying was that uh, why I feel so called to be here is because I know the the impact that this work has had on my life in going through the process myself. Um, you know, I was right before I, I went through this process, I had come out of a really bad relationship. Um, and I felt like a shadow of myself. Um, I was beginning to, you know, climb out of that uh, and, and determined to get to know who I really am, to be really connected with that, because I knew that there was a lack of integrity that was happening, um, the disharmony <laughs> in who I really was and who I was showing up as in the world. And so I, yeah, I, I went through the process of getting my values and, and my mission and my vision. And, and for so long, I was so much like what you were describing earlier. I felt like there was more for me in life 
that's uh, that is a feeling that is so familiar to me. And I felt like I was searching and searching and searching and searching and trying to fill the hole, trying to find what is more. I don't know. I don't know how to make this feeling go away. Um, and since since going through the process and and receiving my mission, vision and values, I really felt like um, I understood myself in a way that I had never understood myself before. Um, I really could see through somebody else reflecting to me that my life, my whole life has had meaning. And that um, and and that there were things that I'm like kind of an expert in that I, you know, they're just things that I think that we take for granted. And, and there, it's, there are things in my life though, that, that I've been kind of dealing with my whole life. So I have a lot of experience um, around that. So, so to see all of that just helped me to understand who I was in a way that I never been able to do before. And it really helped me to put words, um, put some kind of context uh, and make that feeling of more visible so that I, I knew kind of how to, how to move forward in a way that, um, yeah, that satisfied that. And, and I choose to do this work. I choose to be here because I want that more for, I want that for everybody else too, more than anything else. I want, I want people to not have to live their life with that feeling that there's more for them and not knowing what it is or how to find it. Beautifully said, Tiff. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for working with us. And um, even without your camera on, the beauty of your uh, essence came through in your articulation. So thank you so much, Tiff, for uh, sharing with us. And I'm glad we managed to get you in um, one way or another. <laughs> so thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Alex. You from sharing. Thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for committing to help us to bring this, this work to as many human beings as we possibly can. Costas, how are you doing, my friend? <laughs> great to see, great to see you here. Um, my question to you is, is short. Um, I would just like to know what's there now when I ask you the question is, what has this meant for you in your life to come into contact with your values and your vision and your mission? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's an easy one to answer. It's a very easy one to answer. Um, in your introduction, you mentioned something like playing someone else's game. And when you're in the corporate world, that is exactly what you do. If yourself not, that's exactly what you do. And then another thing somebody said, and it might have been you, Adina, is who do you become? Or was it was it um, no anyway? Whoever it was, take credit for it because that that resonates. Who do you actually become? Because what happens is when you play somebody else's game, <clears throat> assuming you're in the right game, because you could be in the, in the wrong game to begin with. When you play someone else's game, you become somebody else, not yourself. And when you have family 
and responsibilities. You just talk along and you don't take time to consider what is happening to you. And also what uh, John said about, you know, like being Asian, I'm Greek, and it, it's very much the same. The enculturation that takes place is immense. It's immense. And to break out of that enculturation in our cultures is even more difficult. Mm. So after my wife passed away five and a half years ago, and I was going to be six years soon, I was kind of lost. And then I engaged a lot more with my sons the way I wanted to. And uh, I found out what Dina was doing. And in the way that I gave Dino life, he has given me my life back by actually introducing me to UCU and the work that he's doing. And I said to him, you were meant to be on this planet to do this work. This is what you're meant to do, because this is your value. This is what you were born with, those values, and you are now putting them in practice with your own father. And I've, I'll tell you what, I've left the corporate world. I'm grateful for what it gave me, but it took a lot as well. Um, and I came to UCU finding, and, and I went through the program, I discovered my values, again and again we had conversations, um, and I'm, not that I'm breaking out of my enculturation because it's a little bit late for me, but I'm still doing it because I have taken the opportunity to read like a man possessed, and read and read and read. And that is making me feel free to do what it is I want to do. And what I want to do is I want to help other people to break that universal disharmony and become a more harmonious whole. One person at a time within my community. I don't want to go, you know, conquer the world or anything but for the people around me, for this beautiful tribe of people that we have here, that is what I want to do. So that is what this you, you, my friend, and my son have done for me. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, Costas. Um, I've been caught out. <laughs> I, uh, I probably cry maybe three times a year. <laughs> do you know will be able to attest to that? So I'm very surprised about what's just happened. But when you said about you giving life to Dino and him giving you that life back, um, it just resonated with me very deeply. My, I took my mum through this process. She, um, my mum lost her husband, her daughter, her brother and her mother in the space of four years. And I know that she feels the same way as you do. And um, that's really beautiful, my friend. <laughs>
Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, even that has caught me out in a way that I was definitely not expecting. Um, it's just so beautiful. It's just so fluid, beautiful. Um, yeah. Thank you so much, Custis, for sharing that. Really, mate. <laughs> Let me just recollect myself a little bit. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Thank you. Sean, we're going to come on to you, my friend. Um, in the continued attempt to take these concepts and, and bring them to life so that they can, the, the beautiful human beings that are here with us now can start to think about what it might look like for them. I would just like to hear if you've got any examples of just recent examples of your values showing up in your life and, and how they've actually been in your tangible experience. Um, yep. Um, thanks for everyone's share so far. It's been really, um, really good stuff. I've really enjoyed it. Um, for, for me, probably um, an example, um, I went through this process um, a couple of years ago now and um, I've got a, a, a day job that I do, and this is something that I've been doing, um, you know, in my spare time for for a, for a while now. And um, it was, I think, I just want to touch on something. The, the, the great thing for me was that I was always looking outside, thinking I had to get certain things, a bit like what people have touched on, but having to get this, that whether it's a house or an amount of money or something, I was looking for these things outside, and. And like you say, um, it's never really gave me what I wanted, ne never really made me feel fulfilled. I was always thinking that there was there was something else. So so for me to, to find out when I got a couple of years ago, when I got that, um, found out my values and my vision, when I worked that through, to find out that that was actually all inside of me already. And I just needed to declutter, sort it out, find it and arrange it and that I was always thinking there was something outside that I was going to have to do. Someone was going to tell me a formula and then I'm going to work something out. Like I'll try and work everything out. Whereas it was such an organic thing, um, that process where you, it just gets you and, it, and, it, and we are all total individuals. So this is, it's, and it literally, you look inside yourself, you find out what's right for you and it's not the same path. They're all different, but you find your one what's important to you and 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 it was only when I start when I realized I could look inside and then and as I say I was later in life doing this so I spent a lot of years doing something else so I know exactly what it's like that way but to suddenly look inside find out what it is that really makes me tick and really is the right thing for me my values the things I'm, I'm good at the things that I really want and then now putting them into my life in like we say like yes I've got an ultimate goal but just putting them into my life as a way of being I've now I do feel that fulfillment I'm I've, I'm happy I'm content I know I'm in the right place I'm I'm doing the right thing because I'm doing those things that ultimately make me happy instead of just going to get something I was always going to get something and that was my um you know, and don't get me wrong, I, I had happiness along the way and I had a, a, a ball, etc., etc. but I didn't get that top fulfillment. Whereas what I've found since I've had them on board is that I do get that total fulfillment. So now in my life, even though I'm not quite, you know, and I would love to do 
which is why I'm doing this now, is to, to, to do it more, to give that to other people. I'd like to give it to people as early as possible because finding out at 53, you know, oh, you know, if you just do this, you know, you'll feel way much better. It's a bit like that thing about success. Is it an amount of money? Or no, success is how happy you are. What's your level of happiness? Because it, that's got nothing to do with money. If you are absolutely happy, totally content, totally fine, you've got it sorted, totally successful. You could be in a hut, you could be nowhere. None of that would matter. Do you know what I mean? And I feel as though I've, as I say, I've had a great time. Yeah, but I feel as though I would like to let people have that earlier of that thing. It's all inside you. Just look, take a look, take a stock check. We can find it, we'll get it out there and then move forward in that way. And you'll feel just so much more right and aligned as you move forward. I don't know if that's answered your question now, but. Oh, it's more than answered my question, my friend. It's more than answered my question. Thank you so much, Sean. Beautifully said, as always. Thank you so much, my friend, for sharing. Uh, okay, we're, we're, we're coming to, towards the close here, but I'd love to hear from you, Mel. Um, I know you're currently um, just coming out of the back of a little bit of a allergy and currently uh, without smell and taste, but you aren't without your values, which is going to guide you through this time anyway. A slightly different question for you, Mel, maybe careful, maybe not. I just want to ask you what's on your heart right now in this moment to share with the individuals that are here on this call. Okay. Um, thanks, Al. And um, Costas always gets me like that as well when you were crying earlier, you bugger. Um, what's on my heart? I mean, listening to Sean as well um, and, and Dr. Jazz, obviously, I'm glad I didn't have to follow Dr. Jazz. He's a tough act to follow, but um, having doing done having done this work, and I've been thinking about all sorts of things while I've been listening to everybody. And ever since I was a young girl, really, I've always one of my um, mantras, if you like, or mottos, is everybody deserves to be heard. And like every one of you has sort of mentioned that in some way, and especially Dina about being understood. And I think so many, and I, I was actually listening to a podcast earlier with Jay Shetty, funnily enough, and Kelly Rowland. And uh, she was talking about the same thing, about being understood and, and being listened to. And it's so bloody important for everybody, because if, you, if you're not understood, if you don't feel heard, then you can't be who you, you can't step into who you are. And if you can't step into who you are, you can't realise who you are and what your core values are going through this process myself you know I, I've always had this battle of um I was always in the corporate world but I was a, a bit of a hippie spiritual hippie and I always felt like I was in the spiritual closet for a long long time and I didn't feel like the two could work together and that came along a few years ago and I finally had the courage to, to put the toe out and say actually I am a bit of a hippie I'm a bit spiritual and when I started to do that, and that was really after losing my dad um, in my thirties, that was when I really started to come into my own. And, and, and it's funny because one of my core values is responsibility. And that's something I've taken very seriously from a, from a very young age, but also that was stopping me living a true authentic life because the responsibility of everything was keeping me in a, in a life that I wasn't happy in, which was the corporate life. So it's, it's a, a fait accompli. I don't know if that's the right phrase or not, but um, I just made that up. 
Anyway, so and beautiful. so um so yeah so I think understanding what your core values are and being able to then translate that into what your vision looks like for the world and what your purpose is and then realizing how you can achieve that through your mission it's so bloody powerful because all of a sudden this thing that's so out of reach and you can't quite understand what it is it's like you've painted a picture in front of you and you're like, ah, bloody hell, that's what I've been looking for. That's who I am. And that is the power of, of what we do. And that's the power of what we've given to other people. And to be part of that um, is just incredible. And, you know, anybody that's listening on this call who might be feeling that way, you know, I hope that everybody share has inspired you in some way I'm sure it has because it's inspired me and I know all these guys here um and I've heard some of this stuff already but it's still inspirational um so I think that's what's on my heart if that if that answers absolutely, absolutely. so beautiful Megs uh, Megs oh, sorry I was just looking at Megs <laughs> thinking I haven't had an opportunity to speak to Megs Mel um so beautiful Mel thank you so much for that share um thank you for your courage always always sharing so vulnerably, powerfully. I see how courageous you've been in your own life in the pursuit of this. And what I loved in that moment is when you shared about when you came, when you were confronted by the discovery of your fundamentals, your vision, your values, your mission, your diamonds, your, your expression was, oh, that's what I've been looking for. Now, Prue, my partner, she raised to me last year the power of the emotion of relief. Something I've not thought about before. It's like relief is an extremely powerful emotion. It's something we should aim at and look for and very much pay attention to when we find it, when we experience it, because it's profound. Relief is a profound experience. And what I sensed in you in that moment is, ah, oh, relief. Yeah. And that relief is space, isn't it? It's like, and that, I felt that relief. I felt that relief in that moment. And I felt that relief so many times when I've done this discovery work with people. And um, Megs, I'm gonna to come to you and I'm gonna ask you to keep this in under a minute if you can. But I just wanna to speak to you around that. And I'm just because of time, and I'm sorry, you've got so much to say. Megs could talk for 10 hours very beautifully about it. <laughs> so I do apologize, but Megs, just speaking into that, no one on this call, I would, I would dare to say, including myself, in fact, I will say, no one on this call has delivered more discoveries than you what would you say is the common experience when someone comes face to face with their discovery they see themselves they really see themselves and I can't tell you how fulfilling that is for me I've been through a lot in the last two years some of the, the most chaotic turbulent times uh, and every time I do one of these calls, I feel full. Like I just get pulled out of that chaos and into this work and just get fulfilled out of seeing that in somebody else. So they see themselves and they feel heard. And some people have never had somebody sit and give them two hours to just talk about themselves and, and listen and feel heard, like everyone said. Uh, and I go think that's such a gift. And I'm blessed to give for sure. But yeah, I would say that's the common reaction. Lots of tears as well. Making grown men cry sometimes is interesting. Yeah, I'm sure you've made men. 
<laughs> thank you, thank you, Max. And um, <laughs> you certainly deserve more of the floor, and I know you can take it up. But I also know that you're um, like any true leader, creating space for others to be heard. So 100%. thank you for that, um, Elise. So great to have you with us on the call. Now, for those of you that are joining us today on this call, um, on the panel here, we have mainly facilitators, people that have learned to um, step into this craft as people to help people with discovery. Um, but Elise is on the other side of the, the um, I don't know what she's on the other side of actually, but she is also here with us as someone who's gone through this experience, taken on this journey more recently as uh, to go through this discovery for herself. So it's wonderful to have you on the panel, Elise. I know that you have taken some big, bold steps towards engaging with community as well, and that's a big part of this step. So I'd just love to hear from you what your message would be to the individuals on this call that are sat there thinking about taking on this work or not taking on this work. What would you say to anybody that's considering whether this is something they'd like to take on in their lives? Um, well, firstly, thank you for having me. I wasn't expecting to be on the, the, the panel, but I appreciate being given the space and hearing those stories is just um, brilliant. Um, the thing that I would say, the thing, this work has taught me that everyone just needs to know it exists. You know, whether you choose to do it or not, whether you're in the time and place in your life where it's relevant, is that's environmental. The, the, the thing that I am driven to do, having gone through the work, is to just make sure that as many people that I can get my hands on know, know about it. Because for me, there is, I'm a really optimistic person, but there is nothing worse than feeling lost, right? There is, when you call it chaos, I totally agree. But that, that feeling of being small, being lost, being know that you can be more, um, to know that there's a route out of that, to know that there's an answer, to know that there's a process to work through to find solution-focused answers, um, to me, is really powerful. Um, because, yeah, it's, you know, I came into it needing motivation and it's given me a level of accountability. Um, but, yeah, more than anything, it's just it's knowing that it's there. Amazing. Lisa, thank you so much. That was beautiful. It's so great to hear from you. Thank you so much for coming out and sharing. Thank you so much for spreading uh, the word of this work. And, and like you say, that's, that's what we're here to do, to open the space, to create the, the possibilities for individuals that feel called and ready and inspired to take those steps forward, to have the chance to do it. And um, we're not here to, um, as you say, like enforce or impose but to create the space for those to uh, come through and, and do the work because it is big work this is not this is not light work anyone that's going to come into this work and as I say that I'm actually just going to jump out into another slide here so I don't know if you need to give me any sort of stuff there Dino you should be all good to go my friend all good to go this is big work this is difficult work this is cha deeply challenging you don't come into profound understandings of yourself without going through the work. And a big part of the work is, is going back through our lives in, in a, a very in-depth way to, to mine for the diamonds, to mine for the gold and to understand what that's given us and to, to, to 
bring all the value out of that so that we can know what we have to take forward into our lives. And, and it's challenging work, um, but it's extraordinarily powerful work. It, it really is. So um, don't take it lightly is what I'd say, but you will be held and supported and guided through the whole process. And it's just an extraordinarily profound process to go through. So how are we helping people as we talk about this process? Well, um, we're very proud to say that we have created an extraordinary framework to help people to come into uh, understanding of these extremely profound discoveries and fundamentals. And all of that framework and all of that process is held within a state-of-the-art platform to make it as smooth and beautiful and enjoyable experience as possible as we go through and undertake this work. So I just wanted to briefly share with you what that framework looks a bit like. I'm, I'm only going to do this at a high level now. And in a moment, I'll share with you um, how to get a deeper understanding of everything we've discussed here today. I just wanted to show you guys a bit about what the eight stages of that discovery process is, just at a high level. And feel free to take a, a screenshot of this. Um, I did, um, just to let you know, the, the um, sorry, dude, just to interrupt, but the it isn't showing at this point. So we just need to just press share screen again, mate, and then it should pop up. But you've got all the permissions you need. And we so are. What are we looking at? Just me. We're just looking at you. It's all good. So why don't we let's go back a step? There we go. That'll make more sense. Ah, okay, cool. <laughs> so, um, like I say, it's held all within a, a state of the art, um, beautiful platform that you can you do all your bookings through, everything. Everything's in there. But I just wanted to show you these eight stages. Dina, if you could minus down my um, panel screen again, that'd be awesome. So it starts with an induction. And then we go through the life experience call, which is around uncovering the past. And then we go through what we call the values, diamonds, and reflection, which we can think of as rescuing that past. And then we go through a process of affirmation and ownership, which we can think of as consolidating that into the present. And then we go through a process of vision and validation, which is the process of aligning all that discovery into the future. Then we go through a process of mission validation, which is setting out what that journey looks like, how that game's how you're going to play that game now that the game's constructed. And then we go through a process of integration and goal setting. Now, this is one of the bits that's extraordinarily important. We are drowning in information and starving for wisdom, as E.O. Wilson said. And what that means to me is that we have so much information available to us and we have a lot of knowledge that we're taking on. We're reading lots of books, we're attending seminars, we're, we're listening, we're watching, we're listening to Jay Shea and all the fantastic people are out there sharing. And what's happening is we're amassing these big sort of conceptual things and just bringing up these concepts. But what's not happening is we're not bringing those concepts down into our bodies so that they can actually come into our lives so that we can live them out, that we can actually live them out in the embodied world. That's the step that's really missing, really missing, which is why people find themselves on these self-development pathways that sort of never end as kind of always the next book, the next thing is because translating something from a book into your life is, is a very different, difficult experience, which is why we believe that self-realization is the, the key, which is coming into contact with your own um your own understanding is through your own experience and then knowing how to integrate that experientially to live it out in your life so that it's actually powerful and effective in your life as opposed to just a nice concept or something that makes us feel comforted in a book or something that makes us feel inspired from a book 
actually something that lives out in our experience and, and we can see results from and feel results from. And uh, step number seven is a big part of that, which is the integration and goal setting, which is the tangible first steps, which is the bringing into life the momentum of, of this powerful work. Um, and I'm just going to, Dino didn't get rid of my panelists. I'm just going to skip this down there. And then we go on to the review, um, which is after you go out into the field, if you will, if you go out into your lives to try on this discovery, it's kind of like, you know, trying on a suit. Maybe you're trying on something new or going out and test driving a new car. It's kind of a process of living into it and seeing how it feels. Then what we do is we take, give you three months to do that three months to go and live it out, try it on, and then come back for a reconfirmation, a review of exactly how that is looking in your experience, how that looks in your life, and making sure that it's, that it's fitting, that it's working, that it's powerful, that it's actually effective and uh, embodied in your experience, in your, in your life. And the way that we support with community is with Toledo, which is a community of individuals that are all on the path of self-realization. Um, it's a community of individuals that are looking to inspire, collaborate together in, in new projects. We have uh, many, many calls from all of the experts around various different aspects of self-realization and a powerful community that's coming together of individuals that are taking themselves on, that are looking to inspire and empower themselves and one another so that we can collectively have a community that helps us to sail through the unknown to help us to rebuild the economy, to help us to rebuild our own economy, to make sure that we can build up our own wealth, our own experience, our own life, and do that in the synergy of people that we enjoy the company of and that we feel inspired to be around. So we have a framework, a pathway of self-realization and a community to help you to bring that self-realization to life and continue to deepen the work. Because understanding the discovery is the discovery, but it's living it out, which is the most powerful part, is bringing it into life. And that's an ongoing process for all of us, including myself. So we have a community and an ongoing masterminds and experiences to help to deepen and continue to further that work as we step powerfully into making our ultimate contributions. The ultimate contributions we're all here to make, the unique piece of music that we're here to bring to the symphony of all things. So what we're going to offer you guys is a free consultation as a thank you for your uh, time invested in um, coming and listening to this. And we appreciate that it's a very deep and very broad conversation. And you probably have come away with more questions uh, maybe than you came to the call with. And, and that's perfect. And we're aware that that's going to be the case. So what we want to offer each and every one of you is the opportunity to have a free consultation. Now that consultation will be with somebody uh, that you see on the screen. It'll be with um, either the expert that's brought. Sorry, I'm all over the place here. Either the expert that's brought you on um, that you see on the panel, or myself, uh, Dino, or Megan. And that consultation is there to help you to more deeply understand this work, more deeply understand what it can look like for you in your life, to see if it's the right timing. Um, and to see if this work is what is called for you and to uh, take an extra step uh, down into an understanding uh, of this discovery and what it means. So we want to provide you with an opportunity to have a free consultation. 
Um, what we're going to do is ask everyone to raise their hand, which is why I've got a little picture of the hand on there. If you would like to take on an opportunity to have that free consultation, there's no obligation consultation, um, like Elise said so beautifully. What we're here to do is make sure that everybody understands the opportunity and understands what this work is as best as possible. And we know that a one-to-one -one space for you to have your questions answered and for us to begin to paint a picture of what this could look like with you is uh, the most effective way to do that. So, Dino, if you could return my uh, screen, or is it just behind him? Should just be able to, let me try that. There we go. Is that better? Um, so, if you would, uh, so, if, if, is the, is the, oh, we've got the raise hand function available on here? Yeah, it is. There's already some people that are raising their hands, so that's wonderful. Brilliant. So, Dino's going to make a note, so just make everyone um, that feels inspired to uh, take a step forward um, in the journey of this self-discovery and the journey of coming into contact with their truth and who they are so they can step forward powerfully in their lives authentically. If you want to raise your hand, um, then we'll make sure we've uh, got you noted down to have that free consultation. Um, and then we can move forward from there. Um, now we have run over by seven minutes. Um, I don't know if there's been any sort of Q and A's that have come in because I've been kind of focused on listening. Um, I'm just going to have a little look now if any questions have come in. Burning, but it doesn't seem to be the case. No, so far we just got um, participation, uh, participation through listening um, and hand raising. So I'm just taking a note, everyone, uh, of the ha hands being raised. So thank you very much for that. So while Dino's taking a moment to um, capture all of your raised hands, because I know there's many, and it'll take a, a little moment for him to get those all down. I just want to take a little moment to first of all thank all of our panelists. Um, it can be an intimidating experience to come and broadcast yourself to the whole globe. We're a global organization and we've got a global um, audience and to step into these spaces can be extremely intimidating and pushes us very far out of our comfort zones. And, and I just want to thank the experts that have come onto this call and Elise for coming onto this call, speaking so articulately from the heart, so passionately, transparently, vulnerably and beautifully. Um, you've done all of us proud. And secondly, I'd like to thank you at home for coming and joining us in this conversation, for taking the time out of your day to uh, be a part of this with us. Um, it's been a pleasure and an honor to be in your space and to share a little bit of what it's like to be in this community, to share a little bit of this community with you and the work that we're doing. It's a true privilege that I get to call this my work. This is uh, the result of me living into my vision and living into my values. And uh, I count my blessings every day. And I feel extremely grateful for the chaos that I've experienced that allowed me to find myself in this place where I get to hang out with extraordinary human beings like you and like the individuals that you see on this call today. And it's been an honor. And I hope that you'll join us in one way, shape or form again. And I very much encourage you to take the opportunity to have that free consultation I very much encourage you to deepen your understanding of this work and of yourself. It's very easy to think that we have to go out and get our lives. Like our lives are out there and we have to go and get them. We have to go and get them. It's not the case. Our lives are here. We have to come into them and step into ourselves. And then the picture of our experience changes and our life comes to us. Our life comes to us. It starts here, it's inside. It's coming into the profound truths of who we are and knowing how to bring that out into our present moment that then creates the picture of our lives from right where we are, the ever-changing scene becomes more fulfilling, 
with more peace, more harmony, more beauty, availability, more truth. So thank you again for being a part of this conversation. And wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a beautiful day, evening, morning, night. And I look forward to seeing you on the next call. If you enjoyed that conversation or were inspired in any way, please, please leave me a review on iTunes. It's the best way for other people to find my podcast and be inspired themselves. If you'd like to know more about me and my coaching, you can find me at melclarkcoaching.com, Clark with an E on the end, or email me at mel at melclarkcoaching.com.